When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where code DNVR is going to get you some special, special offers. Emergency pod. Colorado Rockies have signed Chris Bryant. Sources, many, many sources that we are hearing, even right here in the Rockies facility, broadcasting live from Salt River Fields, the Rockies complex, the Rockies side of things in right field. Only media member here left around, stuck around, do some things. And what do you know? The Rockies make a massive, massive move, signing one of the biggest free agents on the market. Chris Bryant, seven years, $182 million. That deal stacks up as the largest ever given to a free agent by the Colorado Rockies, surpassing the one given to Mike Hampton back in December of 2000. You may remember it. Eight years, $121 million. Didn't end very well, but this one, the Rockies are hoping, end a lot, lot better. Bryant is that bat that GM Bill Schmidt has been talking about all offseason long. The Rockies need to get better in the middle of their lineup. They need to hit more home runs, and they need to get that kind of pop from the outfield. And Chris Bryant answers that for them. Now, Bryant... 2015 National League Rookie of the Year Award winner with the Chicago Cubs. 2016 immediately turns around and is the National League MVP there. Even helps the Chicago Cubs break the curse of the Billy Goat, winning their first World Series in 108 years. He was a third baseman there. Ryan McMahon is already at third base. We've seen the signing of Jose Iglesias at shortstop. So the idea of McMahon moving over to shortstop to accommodate Bryant doesn't really seem like that's going to be a thing that happens. So that means Bryant logically is going to be out there in left field. Now, he very well on off days could give Ryan McMahon some rest. Now, you could say McMahon can go over to first base, but no, Chris Bryant himself has played some first base. He's also played a little bit of center field. During his time with San Francisco, they really seem to like the idea of having him out there again with the revamped analytics department. Maybe you have a better idea as to where to position your outfielders and you can get by with a player like Chris Bryant out in center field. Where to go with the lineup? Got to think about the implications of that. He's going to be in the mix of it. 
Is that in the middle of the order, batting fourth? Is that batting third? Is that batting second? He's even spent some time batting leadoff in his career on base percentage. Not incredibly high. Nothing that you would say, hey, this is a guy like in the Kyle Schwarber vein where you'd be almost pretty happy with him batting leadoff. This is a much, isn't a base search, but numbers aren't quite there. 376 on base percentage over the entirety of his career. But really what you've done is you bought a wedge, very nice wedge, very expensive wedge, nearly $200 million to squeeze right in between Charlie Blackman and Ryan McMahon, the two left-handed bats that you have in your lineup. Off the top of the dome, I've got, I've got Ryan McMahon batting second in this lineup with Bryant batting third, Charlie Blackman fourth, CJ Crone fifth, probably Brendan Rodgers batting sixth. And so now you just got to figure out what's going on in center field. And you've got a DH spot, which we know is going to be rotated around with a bunch of guys. But the lineup looks a lot more viable right now with one extra bat in the middle of it, a flexible bat that can be second, third, fourth, you name it, up and down the lineup. It's much more viable right now with this lineup. Very exciting time. Bill Schmidt has gone out and spent 270 something million dollars. I already I already forgot what I wrote in the article posted over on the dnvr.com. Now only 50 cents for your first month. But Bill Schmidt has made quick work this offseason re-signing Elias Diaz or rather extending him, the catcher who had a breakout season, one of the best in team history. You also had CJ Crone getting extended by two years. He was going to become a free agent. He gets two years, $14.5 million, same amount of money as Elias Diaz right there. That's $29 million. Antonio Senzatella earns himself a five-year extension worth $50.5 million. Now we're at $80.5 million. Julius Chassin comes back on a one-year deal for one and a quarter, and they have the most recent three free agents that Bill Schmidt has come to terms with since we've come back from the lockout, that being Jose Iglesias to play shortstop in place of Trevor Story, Chad Cool to be the fifth man in this rotation, and, and Alex Colomay, a guy who is undoubtedly a closer. But Black hasn't quite said that there's going to be a battle, but he also hasn't said that the job is not Alex Colomay. So there you've got four big guys that have come in and really none bigger right now than Chris Bryant. The Las Vegas product was really sung to and, and, and really tried to be brought in to Philadelphia there with his, his former teammate back in the Little League days of Bryce Harper. But no, Philadelphia goes the Kyle Schwarber route probably because a little too rich for Philadelphia's blood. But nevertheless, the Rockies get the deal done. Now, Brian's deal is, as I said, seven years, $182 million for the third baseman left fielder. That's $26 million annually. It will be the highest on the team, of course. It ties him for 24th highest annual salary of all time. Big money here going out to secure the services of the four-time All-Star, Chris Bryant. Those of you that were out at the All-Star game last year at Coors Field got to see him. He was there representing the Cubs for one final time before he was traded over to the San Francisco Giants where he finished up the 2021 season. What does that mean for the payroll? Well, Bill Schmidt said that, you know what? 
They were going to add a little bit this off season, which really to me said, you know, I, I don't know that they can afford one of the bigger name outfielders. If you're only going to add a little bit to the payroll next off season, they were going to add it a little bit more so that it reflected more of what they had in 2018, 2019, but no, Bill Schmidt has gone out and he's shoved it all, all that money right to the middle of the table. Right now, the payroll sits at about $141 million right now. In 2018, it was at 137, roughly, if you round it up to the nearest million, uh, which I am prone to do mathematically. 2019, it was at its highest. Of course, it did not make the postseason, but on opening day, it was at $145.2 million. And so the Rockies right now sitting at about $141 million with the addition of Chris Bryant on a seven-year, $182 million contract. Now, of course, we'll get to your comments here in a second. If you've got a super chat, of course, that's going to move right to the front of the line. This deal does come a mere 13 months after the Rockies offloaded a big $250-some million contract from Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals for a package of prospects that was ultimately headlined by Austin Gomber and El Hiris Montero. In addition to getting rid of their franchise cornerstone, eight-time Gold Glove Award winner, perennial MVP candidate in Nolan Arenado, perennial all-star in Nolan Arenado, Rockies did ship $51 million to get him off the books. Obviously, that is strange to have some two, two, two transactions like that so close together. One, offloading so much money or so much payroll in the form of one superstar contract and literally giving money away for another team to take that contract. And then a little more than a year later, go ahead and bring in a guy for almost the same amount that you took off the books. Obviously very strange. One interesting wrinkle to all of that, of course, is that was under the Jeff Breidich regime, not under Bill Schmidt. Bill Schmidt inherited this team from Jeff Breidich, who resigned in about the third week of April, took over on May 3rd as the interim general manager. So while for all intents and purposes, he was in control of what was going on at the trade deadline, holding on to both Trevor Story and John Gray, dealing away Michael Givens, getting a nice little package of prospects. Noah Davis on the 40-man roster. Case Williams, they brought back. Kid from Castle Rock that they had drafted in 2020. So you have those things hanging over Bill Schmidt a little bit. But again, still just the interim. The Rockies will get a compensation pick for Trevor Story once he lands somewhere. Of course, if his deal is at $50 million or more, Rockies compensation pick will be that much better for the Rockies in general. John Gray, though, that's the one you look back and you say, well, what if, what could have been, traded him at the deadline, could have brought in some nice prospects, improved the farm system a decent amount, maybe even give him a qualifying offer so that if he does sign elsewhere, of course, you can recoup that draft pick. Or if he accepts the qualifying offer, you've got a guy in-house that's already proven himself in so many ways, knows how to pitch at Coors Field, has been a leader of this clubhouse. All the starting pitchers are talking about how they miss Johnny, as Antonio Senzatella likes to refer to him as. Uh, but nevertheless, Schmidt holds on to those pieces, will only get the compensation pick for Story, nothing for John Gray. But here now, 
He makes the big move, makes the big splash. Rockies get Chris Bryant rather unbelievably here as a free agent. Now, although his contract is rather large, the Rockies do not have to give up a draft pick. Players who are traded in the middle of the season, they're not eligible to get a qualifying offer. It's one of the reasons why Nick Castellanos and Michael Conforto really weren't great fits for the Rockies. Great players would have been nice to have them on the team, on the roster, in the clubhouse, maybe even could get a good deal on a player like Michael Conforto looking to bounce back one two-year pillow deal, very incentive-laden, make him earn it. But the Rockies would be charged that third highest draft pick, and that's simply not worth it for this team who went out. And when they signed Ian Desmond back after the 2016 season, they lost the 11th overall pick. And that's they're, they're still been, they've still been reeling from that ever since. So, of course, they just they can't afford to make a move like that. I just gotten off the phone with Drew Goodman. In fact, we were recording the podcast, which I don't think is ever going to see the light of day. It ended with, hold on a second, Patrick. We've got some big news, and big news indeed is what we have. We don't have to speculate as to whether Jorge Soler is going to be in the outfield for the Rockies. You never know. Maybe the Rockies aren't finished just yet. It's not going to be uh, maybe a bargain bin guy like Jorge Soler. Maybe even a guy that has had a couple down seasons like Jock Peterson. No, that's not going to be the case. It's going to be Mr. Las Vegas himself, the man with the superstar good looks, the man who looks like our own Hank, Henry Chisholm. If you know, if you're a DNVR member, there's a, there's a good resemblance between those two guys. And so Chris Bryant, he's bringing those good looks. He's bringing a really great personality. He's a player that everyone speaks incredibly highly of. His wife is amazing. His family is amazing. Really good person to have in this clubhouse. Obviously, a guy like that's going to fit in just about anywhere, but particularly in this Rockies clubhouse where they already have a bunch of really, really good guys. And now we all get to sit back, have a little bit of fun, and say, what does this lineup look like? What does it look like if Ryan McMahon needs a day off? What does it look like if CJ Crow needs a day off or if Blackman needs to have a spell over at DH and you can play fantasy GM with some really fun new pieces? Jose Iglesias, Alex Colomay, Chad Cool, probably as your number five man in the rotation. And for everyone saying, yeah, but wouldn't you rather have Nolan Arenado? Wouldn't you rather have Trevor Story? We can have all of those conversations over the next weeks and, well, not really even a month because we've got opening day on April 8th against the Los Angeles Dodgers right at home at Coors Field. But you can make all of those speculations. We'll talk about it up here coming up on the DNVR Rockies podcast over the next weeks ahead. We'll have exclusive interviews and content. But remember, there is now one extra wildcard team, and it doesn't matter where the wildcard teams come from. So the NL West is loaded with powerhouses like the Dodgers. The Giants have reloaded despite the retirement of Buster Posey. The Padres, we know, are making big moves, still knocking on the door of Freddie Freeman. Who knows what A.J. Preller has next? But even if both those teams get into the postseason, rather, if all three of those teams get into the postseason, that still leaves one wild card left. It's anyone's game here at this point. Rockies have a long way to go. Things need to still have to turn their way, I think, in many ways. But you have to look at them a little bit differently now with Chris Bryant in their lineup on the field makes it very, very 
intriguing. Thursday, first spring training game, April 8th, opening day at Coors Field. Very excited. Looking to see you there. Thanks for everyone jumping into the comments section again. The DNVR.com, only 50 cents for your first month. And an annual membership if you're ready to go all in already with all the great Nuggets, Avs, Broncos content, all that and more, you get a free shirt at DNVRlocker.com with that annual membership. To all of our family out there who are members at the DNVR.com, man, is it an exciting time to be a Denver sports fan. Broncos are not even playing, and we've got Russ Wilson going down. Avs and Nuggets are doing big things. The Rockies are keeping it interesting, to say the least, and we've got all of the best watch parties going down on the corner of Colfax and York. Those of you that are up early enough on Thursday to listen to this, hey, guess what? Go watch the Rams do their March Madness thing at 10, 15 a.m. Bar's going to open up early time for that. Same thing for Friday, 10 a.m. Whether you got a dog in the fight or otherwise, come on down to the DNVR bar to watch that. Also on Friday, Nuggets at 5.30 and Avs at 8.30. So yeah, you can stay for both. We are very much cool for that. Not an official watch party, but Rapids fans always going to get together on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. and on Sunday, another big watch party for the Nuggets at 6 p.m. Make sure you are there for that. Get your member-sized beer. Get your extra raffle tickets at all of those watch parties as well. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into our own. Turn your team's victory into your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers, all you got to do is bet $5 on any team to win, and you're going to get $200 in free bets if they do. Yes, it's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings customers can also bet on college hoops with same game parlays. I've known about this for a while. It's multiple bets from the same game that lead to a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win. With promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The only issue with the Nuggets and Avalanche right now is that you can't watch them at home. Well, guess what? That's going to change right now with Ivaca TV. We're talking Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Why should you go there? As I said, watching the Nuggets and Avs has never been easier. In fact, it's never been harder before Ivaca TV. Now you can get all of that in one place along with CSU Rams, Denver Pioneers, Rapids, Mammoth, and yes, now the Colorado Rockies. All in one place. Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Zero hidden fees. A contract for two years. No hidden fees. It's $25 per month plus the receiver. Never have to worry again with Ivaca TV. And enjoy the Nuggets, Avs, Rockies, all. And well, the conversation I had with Drew Goodman today in his weekly spot, it, well, it, how do I put this? It's going in the wastebasket because we had the big news, as you heard in the first segment, all about 
Chris Bryant from the live show. If you want to see my reaction uh, and see what the inside office of the media room looks like at Salt River Field, full disclosure, it's pretty bland looking besides a piece of paper that shows you a map of the layout at Salt River Fields. But had to scrap it altogether because we were speculating about the Chris Bryant business. Exactly that. And what we are saying is partially what I've been saying on social media and on this podcast is that Nick Castellanos and Michael Conforto do not make sense for the Colorado Rockies. You know what? You can make the case that Chris Bryant doesn't make sense for the Colorado Rockies. Certainly, you're going to say they're a much better team with him on the roster than not. But I also know your argument as to why the transaction itself doesn't make sense in light of the whole Arenado business and story and gray business. Yes, we we know about that part not making sense. But for Conforto and Castellanos, both of those players turned down qualifying offers. And under the current system that's in place, both owners and players need to work on that during the season because although the idea of killing the qualifying offer was bandied about, guess what? It's not officially dead yet. And even if they do kill it, it could be after the draft, and it doesn't matter. This offseason already was dictated by the previous CBA. So the Rockies are going to get a compensation pick for Chris Bryant. The Rockies are going to get a compensation pick for Trevor Story. They did not want to essentially lose that compensation pick by just picking up another player in Castellanos or Conforto or anyone that had turned down a qualifying offer. It just didn't make sense for what the Rockies are trying to do. They value those draft picks, and I think they were really hurt by the Ian Desmond signing because they lost the 11th overall pick in 2017. They missed on Riley Pine in 2016. That was bad, but in 2017, losing that first-round pick was really critical for the situation we have right now where you go and look at that Albuquerque Isotopes team that we talked about on Wednesday's show, and it just lacks a lot of punch. Other than Elhiris Montero, who coincidentally came over in the Nolan Arenado deal, it lacks punch from the prospects that they drafted and that they developed. So Conforto and Castellanos never really made sense to me. As players, yes, I, I do see them as making sense. Conforto more so, I think, than Castellanos, who's maybe played over his head a little bit. Defense maybe a little bit more questionable, strange to say, for a guy who was a third baseman at one point in the major leagues. Uh, and yet defense eh, leaves a little to be desired. Jorge Soler was the guy that I thought the Rockies were going to target. Now, in the last couple years, I really think maybe since 2018, you know, you started with Daniel Murphy and you missed on that one. You missed on that in a big way when the simple solution was bringing back DJ LeMahieu, even if it cost you a lot more. And Dick Monfort has said exactly that. That was, that was a mistake in hindsight. So that was the move to make. It was really a simple move to make. Not as much financially, but a simple move. And a guy that's been with your organization for a while now has developed in the major leagues with your club. He fits in really well. You're trying to keep the window of contention open a little bit longer. And yet you let him walk away. That's what doesn't make sense. A simple move, yet they can't pull it off. What happens in the 2019-2020 offseason when there's a need for a left-handed reliever and there's a need for a couple new bodies, just something fresh? 
the Rockies for a while now have had a depth issue in from the sense that there's been a lot of players that are trying to find their footing when really what they need is a player that you can just lock into place. And even if they're not all-star caliber, you know what you're going to get, and that's going to make everybody else around them play up. We saw it perfectly last year with C.J. Crone, where you said, well, maybe when Colton Welker gets back, we could put him over at first base. Josh Fuentes, you know, he's going to love, even though the back of the brought down in a major way. You put him at first base or McMahon's over there and bounce him around. You know, the, the solution wasn't really a great one. But C.J. Crone, simple solution, doesn't seem great, but ends up having major benefits. And I think this whole offseason, Bill Schmidt has done those simple things really well. When you take care of the simple things, the big things take care of themselves. No, I am not ready to go ahead and call the Rockies a playoff contender right now. But I'm not willing to shut the door on them and say, it's they're going to be out of the running probably by early to mid June. I don't know that that's necessarily going to happen. And depending on how that does happen, should that be the case, I might I might give them an extended stay. I might say, uh, you know what? Let's wait to see when they get everybody back, if they get everybody back, and we'll hold off from saying that 2022 is a dead season. So Bill Schmidt is doing those little things well. You need a shortstop. Well, you know, I, I said in the offseason, hey, we could actually see a platoon at shortstop between Alan Trejo and Kyle Holder, who's a player they picked up, probably going to be the starting shortstop down in Albuquerque. We'll see what happens with Trejo. Maybe he's one of the utility players off the bench along with Garrett Hampson, who he himself could find himself in a starting role as well, could find himself in a starting role as well. But a platoon situation at shortstop, well, it's not ideal if you need to go out and get a really big bat. Maybe the defense will be fine because you're saving some money and getting a big outfield bat. Well, guess what? They actually plugged in someone with that big league pedigree, a guy who not going to tear the cover off the ball, but is an average to, I would even say, slightly above average offensively. Again, he's not going to win a ball game single-handedly, but he may do it defensively. He may do it on the glove side. So Jose Iglesias, simple transaction. But guess what? It's one the Rockies haven't been making the last few years. Alex Colomay, they need a closer. They go out and get one really cheap, $4.1 million, really cheap. And again, if that doesn't work out for some reason, they tried. When was the last time the Rockies were able to get a guy for one year at $4 million like that in their bullpen? They've always had to overpay. So the fact they were able to accomplish that in and of itself is impressive. But the guy that they got, again, could be very helpful for that back end of the bullpen in a major, major way. And it just makes everybody else better. There's one less inning now that you're going to need those three outs. So simple solution. Not a great one. It wasn't Kenley Jansen. They didn't go out and make a trade for Craig Kimbrell. No, they didn't do that. But they made the simple solution, one that they haven't been making. And again, same thing with the fifth starter. They could have gone out there and said, well, Lambert, Rollison, those are our homegrown guys. Let's give them a shot. Again, I said this this offseason. You want to protect those guys a little bit more. I don't know that you want to throw them to the Wolves just yet. It's not to say that they won't be ready eventually and they might not have very good careers in the majors. 
It's just all things considered, the lack of innings from Rollison with those freak injuries with the appendectomy and broken hand, and Peter Lambert just coming back from Tommy John surgery. Guess what? Chad Cool is a great insurance policy. Simple move. All of those moves, those three moves cost $12 million. That's it. $12 million. Simple moves. And so I thought, you know what? I, I don't know if the Rockies are going to make any moves. I really didn't. I, I probably would have bet a few minor league type deals. Probably players in the Scott Shebler category. Maybe a little bit better. Maybe a guy who's a little bit more banged up and if he gets healthy you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of production out of that player that's really where i would have put my money but i said no they'll have to sign at least one guy they'll have to they'll have to jorge soler that's a good player that you can get it's not gonna break the bank three years 36 million whatever it is still a lot compared to what they normally do on the free agent market they got something you know that tip enough of the boxes jorge soler is going to be a colorado rocky but no no, 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 no. Chris Bryant, third baseman, left fielder, signs that seven-year, $182 million. We'll have more on it on Friday's show after Thursday's game, the first spring training game of the season. Ty Block from Regis Jesuit High School in Aurora. Grew up in Centennial. What an interesting story. It's nice that he's able to get the ball. A couple other Colorado kids and J.D. Hammer, who's a minor league invite. He's battling for a spot in the bullpen. If he doesn't get it, I think he'll do a nice job down in Albuquerque. And Reagan Todd, a player that I talked about a little bit this offseason, got to see him down in the Arizona Fall League, really could be a dude for the Rockies. Really could be a guy that's able to get them some big outs. Now, I don't think that he's going to be able to leap past Lucas Gilbreth. Ben Bowden, maybe? But... Reagan Todd had a really good season last year and is someone to watch. Another one of those Colorado kids in the Rockies pitching staff. Hey, we know how important sleep is around here. Right now, I'm currently a little bit sleep deprived. And that's a great thing because it means there are things going on in the world of the Rockies down here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And you know what's helping me sleep better? Wana Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies. I'm feeling a lot more rested, a lot more refreshed, which doesn't seem to be possible on three, four, five hours of sleep at night. But do you know why it's so much better than that over-the-counter stuff? Because it doesn't leave you in a fog. You don't want that. It's not a powerful drug like that. It contains 10 milligrams of CBD and just a hint of THC that will get the eyelids feeling heavy in just 5 to 15 minutes. And in zero minutes, you can order Wana Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies at Lightshade.com. You get 25% off with that when you use code DNVR. Use code DNVR at any of Lightshade's 10, soon to be 11, Denver metro area locations. Another great product that keeps me going on my feet. Helps with mental clarity. Helps with my alertness. First thing in the morning after I sleep well with some Wana Optimal's Fast Asleep Gummies, I take my athletic greens. That's it. Put it in my little shaker bottle. Shake that bad boy up. Drink it down. And... 10 to 12 ounces of water. That's it first thing in the morning. Need it because it's a dry heat out here, as we know. My body absorbs 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens that help me start my day right. It's a micro habit that has huge benefits and puts my gut health in a positive place. Because look, when you have to be reactive, 
it probably means it's already too late. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash ROC. Rock. Just like the first three letters in Rockies. Athleticgreens.com slash ROC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Well, right now you're going to hear what should have been the first part of today's DNVR Rockies podcast with Drew Goodman, where we break down a little bit about his guest on Thursday's show and talk about the situation with the bullpen, with those young arms in the pen, which now have not just Jolie's Chastine, who came back on the one-year deal, but Carlos Estevez and Daniel Barr, who are both back one more year left before they both hit free agency. And now, new closer. Should put quotation marks around it, because Bud Black would put quotation marks around it. I, I don't need to put those quotation marks around it. He's the closer in the ninth. That's it. Look, I, I, I'm, I'm done being nice about it. He's the closer. Done deal. Alex Colomay in the ninth makes a talk about that. We might even get into some other things, but enjoy segment one that you're now hearing in segment three of a podcast that totally got blown up because the Rockies went out and they signed Chris Bryant to a seven-year, $182 million contract. I might need to just keep saying that, put an alert on my phone every 30 minutes to remind me that this is actually happening. Again, this is why you got to stay tuned on Twitter at the DNVR underscore Rockies or at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter because we're going to have everything from the press conference. We're going to have it all going down with Chris Bryant putting on the purple, joining the family in Denver. It's an exciting time. We've got real baseball to talk about with a baseball man, Drew Goodman of AT&T Sportsnet, host of the Drew Goodman podcast. So glad to have you back at this exciting, exciting time in real baseball history. How you doing, Goody? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm sitting in my car in um, Davenport, Florida. So I'm down here for about nine days um, watching my middle son's college baseball team play. So and then I'm heading from here to Scottsdale to where you are. Very exciting. Very exciting. It's, uh, man, a, a good time to be alive in the baseball world where you're here in the crack. That game's first spring training game is going down on Thursday. Very exciting. And, you know, I really want to start it off here with your guests that you're going to have on Thursday. Uh, when people are listening to this now, they can go over and download the Drew Goodman podcast. But a gentleman that has a lot to do with Rocky Spring training right now and getting not just the big league squad ready, but also the minor leaguers who they had the spotlight on them for a period of time when we only had minor league baseball before the lockout ended. But your guest was there to kind of rub elbows with them and impart some of his great, great wisdom, much of which was experienced with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, you're referencing Carlos Gonzalez, who was down also with Todd Helton. And uh, I'm going to have Todd on at some point here uh, in the not-too-distant future. But Cargo uh, was uh, joined me yesterday. We taped it, and he was great in capital letters, as always. And he just – he's one of those people that when you're around, uh, when, when you depart, you have a better – 
you feel better about everything, man. There's a bounce in your step. He just, uh, he's a unique human being in that regard and that you always feel better after visiting with cargo. So we talk about a lot of the young guys. We talk about what he's up to. Uh, we talk about, uh, some future stuff as well and tell some stories. So, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Oh man, that's always exciting to hear from him and, and from so many of the players, we'll, we'll get to the native Coloradan take here because there are a lot of guys from Colorado in this clubhouse that have talked about their fanhood and their fandom with the Colorado Rockies, particularly with a guy like Cargo and getting to meet him is important. We've said it before. You've said it on this podcast, just the importance of bringing those guys back. So, so wonderful to, to see Cargo, Helton, and even a guy like Pedro Estacio, who, you know, probably is forgotten about a little bit in, in recent memory since it was, you know, over 20 years ago. Uh, that he had some really great seasons with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, and Petey uh, has been around the Rockies now for a number of years, and he, he's around the young Rockies down in the Dominican, but he spends time with the big league club. And uh, so, you know, he he's had a presence for a uh, significant period of time. And right now with Cargo being back in the fold, with Todd being back in the fold, it's awesome. And I, I commend uh, – you know, he obviously has to start at the top with Dick Mockford, but I commend Billy Schmidt because I know that was one of the things that was on Billy's uh, agenda to make sure that, you know, some of the iconic Rockies, some of the impactful Rockies uh, from yesterday are involved today and tomorrow, if you will. And, you know, Larry Walker was down, I think it was either a year or two ago at spring training and spent a, a good solid week. And uh, they're they're thrilled to do it. It's not just a one way. Okay, he's going to go glad hand that you know, and then and then go back home. Uh, they they're really appreciative of being involved with uh, their organization. I mean, Cargo, even though he finished up and bounced around a little bit his last year or two, Cargo always will look at himself as a Colorado Rocky. He loves the organization. Todd, as we all know, played 17 years only in a Rockies jersey and he feels the same way so uh, i think it's important that you do that it's important that you keep people in the fold and as i've pointed out the, the rockies are, are now in their 30th year when they when they tee it up on on april 8th so th there's a little bit of history now and and uh it's important to embrace that got a got a chance actually to speak with todd helton a little bit on one of my first days down here in scottsdale and and he said those exact same words that Bill Schmidt picked up the phone, called him and said, hey, I, I really want you to be here for it. So big credit to Bill Schmidt. He's, he's all over the, the complex here in that golf cart, keeping an eye on those young guys, keeping an eye on the big league squad. Uh, it's really nice to, to have his presence around and uh, just pick his brain and, and ask him a question uh, about whatever's going on. So interesting things, interesting time right now for the Rockies who have added some guys to the roster, some, some minor league guys, Scott Schebler being the one minor league invite in addition to a slew of other guys we'll get to eventually but goody I, I don't know exactly where you want to start here with this but which of the three new signings are you most excited about shortstop jose iglesias relief pitcher and i think probable closer alex colome or number five star chad cool well you know I don't, i'm not going to put one in front of another i i thought the rockies would do what they did in the free agent market for shortstop. You get a stopgap uh, in in, uh, in in a guy, whether it be Andleton Simmons or Jose Iglesias, 
for a year and, uh, you know, waiting on, um, you know, why am I doing a blank? Help me out here with uh, the, the young man who's coming. I'm uh, Ezekiel Tovar. High A last year, finished in high A last year. Ezekiel Tovar. Yeah, Ezekiel Tovar, sorry. But, um, you know, he's a year or two away. So I figured they would do that, and I think that's a really good sign. I mean, Jose Iglesias, a longtime big leaguer, good gloves, got some pop. And from a depth standpoint and starting pitching, I think it's important that you have nine or ten because you're going to go through guys. The Rockies have been fortunate for the most part with their starting rotation, but you need depth. And, and Chad Cool's a big leaguer. And he adds depth, so that's um, that's important. And uh, I'll finish with the guy that that you mentioned first. I was really pleasantly surprised because pitchers are not generally running to go to Coors Field, and Alex Colome is a, is a guy who's been really good for the most part in his career, and and is familiar with pitching at the back end of ball games. So uh, a weakness for the Rockies in their bullpen, and I always believe bullpens are fluid, and bullpens sometimes one good year, one bad year, one good year. And I think they have a, a group of guys that can really bounce back. I, I've heard some scuttlebutt that you know, I think people close to the organization believe that Daniel Bard will bounce back. I mean, he was good against righties last year, really struggled big time against lefties. But, uh, you know, incredible work ethic. The arm works. I mean, he's still 98 to 100 with, with a vicious slider. You know, Kinley, I thought the last couple of months was really, really good. Carlos Estevez is still down there. Robert Stevenson, uh, by and large, was good. Jordan, uh, you know, the fact that Jordan Sheffield's back healthy. There's a lot of guys who have, they have some late-inning experience, but they have late-inning arms. They have late-inning arm talent, and Colome adds to that. And, um, you know, we you referenced, you know, some of the local guys. I know Lucas Gilbreth who was, I thought, had a great rookie year on the left side. And he'll be a premier lefty out of the bullpen for them. Uh, he was one of those guys who was thrilled to meet Cargo and and Todd Helton as well. But I, I like all those moves. I, I really do. I think all of those moves, you know, made sense and will help the Rockies ultimately in the win column. Frankly, the Rockies had holes. And I think in years past, uh, really since 2018, they haven't really addressed those needs exactly, trying to maybe focus more on in-house solutions that in some cases it worked, other cases it didn't work. But here they go out and say, we need a shortstop. And they, they go out and get one of the, the better ones on the market, a big league guy who can pick it over there defensively. And, and we know Rockies pitchers you know, have that penchant for the ground ball. So that plays in really well there. They're getting pop out of their, their two catchers. So you can say, all right, well, we're getting a good hitting catcher. So we can take a more lower ability guy in the bottom of the lineup at shortstop. You also have the DH now as well. So that really helps to have a defensive first shortstop and, and be okay with that. Same thing for the back of the bullpen. They don't just get a really good arm. They get a guy who's a closer. Now, Colome may end up with an ERA around four or five, but I guarantee you he, he saves a good 80, 85% of games and he doesn't really make you want to rip your hair out quite as much. I don't know that we have a baseball statistic for that exactly. But nevertheless, he's a guy who's done it. 155 saves over the past six years, fourth most in all of baseball. So this is a guy who can get that job done. And as you said, Bard going to be a bounce back guy. Well, that takes a little more pressure off of him. Now he's not having to do it 
in the ninth with the game on the line, maybe it's even more higher leverage spot in the seventh or eight. It allows Buddy to have a little bit more mixing and matching. He talked about that on Wednesday morning in his office about, you know, having a little more fluidity with, with roles because it could very much depend on that matchup. So him, Carlos Estevez, Robert Stevenson, Gilbreth, as you mentioned, I mean, there's a bunch of guys where if someone doesn't have it on a given day, you can figure out a way to get it done. And the rotation, you can never have enough starting pitching. So Chad Cool ticks off that box. And, you know, really, really solid job by Bill Schmidt here in his first proper offseason. We've got a lot of momentum, a lot of momentum going on right now. But you know what they say about momentum. It's only as good as tomorrow's podcast and our emergency podcast. So I'll talk to you then. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group have taken such great care of all of our DNVR members over the year, especially everyone that has made the permanent switch. The best part now about Green Mountain Dental, when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you're going to receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group located only 15 minutes from downtown Denver.